Well, it wasn't pretty, but a win is a win. The Philadelphia Eagles survive in Chicago to get their 13th win of the season, a 25-20 win over Chicago. We'll get into it coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles postgame show. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in, everybody, to the Lockdown Eagles postgame show. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. The Eagles take it 25-20 to over the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL, what a uh, taxing day, Gino. That felt like a 2018, 2019, 2021 kind of win where it's a roller coaster. You're like, yes, 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 no, 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 yes, 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 and it just keeps going back and forth. There's a minute there you're thinking, oh, my gosh, they could lose to this inferior Bears team. You play the Dallas Cowboys next week, maybe for the division. Suddenly, all year, you've been the best team in the NFL, and you might be looking at being the five seed going back to Tampa Bay. I mean, there was all these overreacting thoughts in my head. But the Eagles finally pull it out. They were the superior team. They rallied in the second half on the backs of their defense, their quarterback, basically their big three of Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith to get the win. And with Doug Peterson helping us out, beating Dallas in overtime, the Eagles are not only one win away from the NFC East division title, but one win away from the number one seed in the NFC, Gino. So, like, the roller coaster of today is crazy. I mean, but I'm glad everything worked out the best way it could have. The last 24 hours, rather, Lou. I mean, you look at Minnesota yesterday. Indianapolis had a chance <laughs> yeah, to just right. bury them. The Eagles could have came into today and handled their business and had a chance to clinch the one seed. Minnesota comes back with an all-time victory, an all-time comeback over right. Indianapolis. The Eagles come into this game, and things were not great to start off. Jalen Hurts, two interceptions on the day. The first one was frightening. I didn't know what he was trying to do there. It was yeah. a very poorly underthrown ball into triple coverage. That second one, it could have been Quez stopping that route a little early, but still seemed like, not yeah. what you wanted <clears throat> Excuse me, to see from your quarterback. And Miles Sanders picked a terrible spot to have his first fumble on the day. They could not strike a balance at all when it came to play calling. I don't Miles know Sanders what, had four carries going into the fourth Lou, quarter. What, what was Shane Steichen thinking? What was he thinking? I think what they thought was they could put this Bears team down early. I think they wanted to have the same deep success they had against the Titans and the Giants. And the matchup, I, I get it. I mean, being a pass-heavy team against this Bears secondary with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, I totally Definitely. get it. But, Gino, it was like they were trying to end the game in the first quarter because it wasn't just passing attempts. They were deep shot after deep shot. I mean, how many third and shorts are they – going to the house sure, and like yeah, 10 I just goal it was, balls today. yeah it was insane. it was just way too over aggressive to start but um at the same time like you said they overcame those turnovers and we got to give a shout out first to the defense i mean the defense kept you in Boy. that game for a while i mean justin fields had some incredible runs right over 90 rushing yards on the day but the defensive line and the pursuit of that second and third level kept him in check hassan riddick especially man two sacks today should have had four a forced fumble you saw the depth of that defensive line come up huge in that game. So the offense rallied in the second half, but it was the defense that really won you this game. You had three guys today that had two sacks apiece. Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, 
and Hassan Riddick. Yeah. Man, oh man, is that the identity of this football team? And this should feel good for Eagles fans. This is what any generation of fan of this team was raised on. You were either raised on a Buddy Ryan defensive line that was just incredible, or you were raised in the Jim Johnson era like you and I were with those defensive lines. And then once again, you have this top-tier defensive line where, Lou, we're sitting there in that, I believe, the third quarter where they send that yeah. all-out blitz. or It, it might have been in the fourth quarter. It, it just was a really messy game time frame-wise. I, I, I was lost in what was happening in the Dallas game, and that's what I was focused on more than what was going on here. But when you look at that situation where they send an all-out blitz, you're saying, why? Why did you do that when the defensive line was hitting home? And even when there were these situational downturns from both your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator, and you played as poorly as you did, and you lost the turnover differential, and you still found a way to win, Dude. That's that's what it takes in the NFL sometimes. And this was a look ahead spot by every stretch of the imagination. And I'm sure Dallas got caught up in that a little bit as well because they lose to Jacksonville. Chicago kept a game with the Eagles. And there were there were times, like you said, are, are we going to lose this game? And the way Justin Fields came out and performed, that was the ultimate recipe to lose that game. Let Justin right. Fields be Superman. He was that for a little bit. But the Eagles, at the end of the day, when it mattered – they figured it out. Jalen Hurts over 300 yards in the air, three touchdowns on the ground. He had over 350 yards by himself combined in the air and on the ground. Career high day for AJ Brown in the air. Devontae Smith goes over for a hundred yards. That's the thing, Gino. Well. Like this it, win it, was it, sloppy it, as hell, but at the same time, I mean, they were moving the ball up and down the field when they wanted to for the majority of the game. Definitely. And the defense was just incredible rushing the passer. So that's the thing. Even in maybe the ugliest win of the year, there were still so many bright spots. Like it, it's not gonna get worse than that, folks. Right. There's no way they play worse than that the rest of the Exactly. Game. And I just think that defensive line, though, man, just really kept you in it Hassan Riddick just and this is you he know so he's at sacks like he, the guy was, he was winning every single every single play and you look at Josh Sweat as two sacks he's at nine and a half now Javon Hargrave cracks double digits he's got 10 so now that's the first time the Eagles have two players with 10 plus sacks since 2011 with Hargrave and Riddick there Sweat's only a half a sack away Brandon Graham a sack and a half away I mean, the defensive line was just absolutely incredible, but it wasn't just them, man. I mean, to chase down Justin Fields, that takes a lot of work. And I mean, shout out to Kazir White and TJ Edwards. And mm. how about Kavon Wallace leading the team in tackles today with seven? His pursuit downfield, too, was they needed all hands on deck in this for this one on defense. I think one of the small takeaways that you can get from this game is maybe you have found a niche role for Kavon Wallace where he can be this guy who protects you out on the edge in some of these big dime or downhill. Big, yeah. yeah. Just go downhill. Don't worry about him in coverage. Cause he's athletic, he's a, man. He's fast. Yeah. He, he was able to, he saved you in some big spots today. He did. The, the safeties came up in some big moments where, yeah, he spills from the defensive line. Your linebacker maybe took a bad angle at times. TJ Edwards, had another broken tackle today, which is uncharacteristic of him. But like you said, Kavon Wallace comes up, comes downhill, 
lays big hits, and they were all over David Montgomery all day long. They were all over Justin Fields all the day long. The effort was Outs- amazing. Outside of that one, just Michael Vick, 2004 Madden. It, it was hard to be mad, man. It was like you second and 27. We just witnessed greatness. We just yeah. witnessed greatness in that. And game. as a guy that loves mo- mobile quarterback play, I was like, all right, he, he got us there. Definitely. But even Milton, just the effort of the defense today was incredible. Milton oh, Williams saved a touchdown sure, in the yeah. first quarter, too. Cole Komet had nothing but green grass, and Williams chases him down to that screen play again the offense rallied in the second half but you know I was so impressed by the defense overall and it's again a Chicago Bears team that has little to no talent outside of Justin Fields but going up against Justin Fields is a tough task we saw that today he looks like a guy that's ready to break out in 2023 and uh, you know they they got not lucky that he got injured at the end there but that definitely helped a lot too we reached the Nathan Peterman portion of an NFL game in the year 2022, which that was is just absolutely take a breath, insane. Because Justin Fields, <laughs> I laughed for a second. You had the, to, yeah. Anytime you feel like the play's over with Fields, I mean, how many times he got out of some impossible situations today? It was over and over again. Both teams showed you the benefit of mobility and quarterback play. And I think the devil's advocate to that is that as good as the defensive line was, there were still yeah. moments where you're not setting the edge and you see what these new realm of quarterbacks are going to do to you. And Justin Fields, look at what this kid can do. He can get out of any situation. He runs faster than anybody on the football field. This is the movement. And I'm glad the Eagles have one of those guys as well yeah. because you won on the back of him once again today. He might not have had the numbers when it came to passing touchdowns, but Lou, the first touchdown on the quarterback draw, the, the QB sneak, he's just money at any given time. Even when he has two interceptions, still found a way to win this game when it mattered. For sure. The Eagles take it 25 to 20 over the Chicago Bears. They're 13 and one on the season, tying their most wins in a single season in the regular season in franchise history. Now only one win away from the number one seed in the NFC and the NFC East division title. It was huge. We, we thought for a minute there, they were only going to be one game back. Dallas is crushing Jacksonville. The Eagles are only like four points up on Chicago, but things turn around. The Eagles win and the Cowboys lose. I want to get into the offensive performance, Gino, coming up next right here on the postgame show, Locked on Eagles. And today's episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% online. Everybody deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available, as I said, 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime for free. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's BetterHelp.com, promo code LOCKEDON. And today's episode of Locked On Eagles is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Head over to linkedin.com slash jobs 
and then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. Welcome back into the postgame show. The Eagles barely survived, but they survived and got a win in Chicago over the Bears 25-20. to As always, thanks for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and Lockdown's take of the day. So, Gino, we kind of talked about how you know, it was the tale of two halves in this game for the birds, right? The offense mm-hmm. really struggling in the first half, three uncharacter uncharacteristic turnovers from Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. The offense was forcing things down the field. There was no pass run balance at all. Miles Sanders had four carries heading into the fourth quarter, but the defense kept you in it. And then the offense really did take off in the second half, man. I mean, if that's your worst performance, I mean, that's incredible. Jalen Hurts, 315 passing yards, 61 yards on the ground, and three scores. Even for maybe his worst day of the year, some of the balls deep down the field to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, the ball placement today was still superb from Jalen. It's the double-edged sword of the playmaker, right? If you look at Josh Allen as well, people aren't going to complain about his interception numbers. Like, they aren't going to complain about Pat Mahomes' interception numbers. It's the Brett Favre style of quarterbacking, as one would say. And we've been having this luxury that Jalen Hurts hasn't really turned the ball over, and today right. it was uncharacteristic. So, one, you hope that it's a lesson that he doesn't make those same mistakes again. He's able to grow. And, two, he is still making plays down the field. If he wasn't making plays down the field and throwing those interceptions, then that's a deeper conversation to have. But the double-edged sword of being a playmaker is if you put that ball into that position where you believe one in your arm and two in your playmaker, you're going to throw some of those balls. And I I saw the idea on that first interception where he's moving to his right. He tries to loft it in there to AJ. And I think the ball slipped a little bit too, man. I I don't even know if that was like a pure underthrow. Yeah, and and the Quez Watkins one too. Quez had a very strange day. Not a great day. I mean, they were all over the Quez Watkins place. He had four receptions for six yards, two carries for four. It just felt like they were and didn't get up field. Felt timid at times for sure. Not a Quez day. And if you saw the the one ball to to AJ Brown where it was an overthrow to him, and Quez is lined up inside. Quez beats his man, but kind of stops his route. Yeah, and it it was just strange to see him how he played today but the good thing is when you have two number one receivers in aj brown and Devonte smith and good news lou maybe the best news dallas goddard is probably coming back next week right if this is the worst outing that you have offensively where these guys can set career-esque days aj brown did Devontae 181 smith is yards on insane. nine catches for Devontae is going to be the second receiver on the team to eclipse 1000 yards something they they haven't had a thousand yard receiver since 2014 and they've never had have two. two of them they've never had two, two yeah Devontae goes five for 126 today that's the thing is even in a down day for your passing attack like you said brown is a career day and Devontae smith i mean 
I feel like every catch was a timely third down. That's the thing. Jalen Hurts, yeah, he was forcing things in the first half, but how many times on third down did he find Brown or Smith? I mean, the last play to clinch the game, third and six, he finds A.J. Brown over the middle. But, you know, even the the deep ball, the 68-yarder was on a third and six. And mm-hmm. Devontae Smith's deep ball in the first half was on a third and seven. And even the play before his first interception, Jalen Hurts is rolling to his left, throws across his body, and Smith makes an amazing diving catch. I mean, those two, that that big three really just said, we are better than this Bears secondary. There's nothing mm-hmm. we can, they can do to stop us. And Hurts just put the ball in the money. I mean, again, the ball placements with some of these dimes. I think we're going to see some more next-gen stats this week about some of those improbable completions. You literally read my mind <laughs> as I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, Jalen Hurts this week had the number three, the number four, and the number nine most improbable completions. Yeah. You could add 15 in there as well if you want to count all the top 20. But number three was the pass to A.J. Brown for 68 yards. I had a completion percentage of 21.7. The next one yeah. to Devontae Smith for 21 yards had a completion percentage of 22%. And then that last one to A.J. Brown on the 29-yard reception, 28 four percent completion percentage he is making throws one beyond the sticks two in areas of aggressiveness and three when you look at why were they pushing it down the field you have to look at the trust they have in him too Lou, because they didn't stop when he threw those interceptions they just said okay we trust our guys to go win those one-on-ones go right. do it it might have been a boneheaded coaching decision to just say our athletes are going to go out there we don't really have to script up this uh, elaborate game plan but Sometimes you have to just stay balanced and go through what makes you run, and that's having a balanced run-to-pass game. But when A.J. Brown continues to be the player that he is and Devontae Smith makes timely plays the way he does, there really isn't a reason to complain about them having the days that they did. And if Jalen Hurts doesn't throw those two interceptions, you're talking about one of the better one days you've ever days. seen in the air. For yeah, him. absolutely. Look- I mean, listen to the tear that those three are on together from the Titans game, the Giants game, and the Bears game, right? The Titans game, A.J. Brown is 119 yards, two touchdowns. Devontae is Mm -hmm. 102 and a touchdown. Then last week against New York, A.J. Brown, four for 70 and a score. Devontae Smith, five for 64 and a touchdown. Then today, again, nine catches for A.J. Brown for 181 yards. Devontae Smith, five for 126. I mean, they... Dale Scotter goes down and these two just completely carried the load. We said what was going to be the way to supplant those yards that Dallas Goddard yeah. and that middle of the field threat that he brought. What was it going to be? We figured that it would be a mix of probably Kenny Gainwell, Miles Sanders, a little bit of adding in those three tight ends. Well, no, it, it really was a, pretty straightforward answer we're just going to throw it to the two guys who are seemingly better than anybody else on the football field and that's what it comes down to and the idea that anybody would have wanted to select Micah Parsons when Devontae Smith is playing the way that he is and what he has done for this offense and how he has helped your quarterback grow there is no reason that if you ever went back and made that selection, it wouldn't be anything other than Devontae Smith for what he has done to help transform Jalen Hurts in his trust and now bringing in A.J. Brown to see how it has elevated the play of your young quarterback, which yeah. has now brought your team to a 13-1 and record, a chance to get the one seed, 
and have one of the best teams in franchise history and potentially NFL history if this pace keeps up. And that's what you have to keep doing. You have to get over that hump that was today. You have a huge matchup next week to clinch the division against the Dallas Cowboys, and that could be the stamp, Lou. This could be the stamp that you sign, seal, and deliver and say, we are here. This is our Super Bowl contender game. Let's go and do it off of the heels of one of the worst games that they played after three very good performances. It's crazy. I mean, you look at just, like you said, it feels like the worst game, but there's so many positive Mm storylines to talk about with Smith and Brown and Jalen's passing in the second half and three rushing touchdowns. Gino, he's got 13 on the year now on the ground. He, He has 13 total, as I mentioned. He is one away from tying Cam Newton's single season record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Cam set it at 14 back in 2011. So he needs one to tie and two to break it in three games. I, I think he's going to do it. I would put my money on Jalen Hurts. That doing QB just sneak that. is unstoppable in the red zone. <laughs> it's the best play in football. I mean, the, the and teams are starting to copy it. it. You know, I saw the Bills on Saturday night. Dawson Knox is pushing Josh Allen up the middle. I'm like, the Eagles started that. I think uh, Moose Johnston had a great point on the color call today, saying you got to call it something different because it's it's not a, a sneak. I like. I think we're going to have to stamp it, the QB drive, because your quarterback gets yeah. in the car, everybody straps in their seatbelts, and they drive that thing two, three yards downfield every single time, and they're going to score on the heels of their MVP. Take away those two interceptions today, Lou. That was another great performance from Jalen Hurts. And even with that, it's not going to skew his MVP run for me, and I don't think it really skews – those numbers too much because he only threw three prior to this. This was an outlier type of day for him. He's going to finish with less than half an interception per game on the year. That's pretty freaking good in my book. The Eagles take it 25 to 20 over the Chicago bears to get to 13 and one in the season. Gino and I will zoom out a little bit and take a look at these final three weeks of the season coming up next right here on the lockdown Eagles post game show. Before we do that, this episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks, if you don't know what it is, it is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players and you'll say, will they score over or below the Prize Picks projection that they put out each and every week? And you can win 10 times your money. You're not competing against other people on those daily fantasy sites, which have tens of thousands of entries. Nope, it's just you against the projections. And I know you love football if you're listening to this show, but you can also do it with NBA. You could bet on soccer. You could do men's college basketball, women's college basketball, disc golf, Euro basketball. The list goes on and on. Entries can be made in easy as 60 seconds. I mean, if you like efficiency and you like fun, this is the site for you. Download Prize Picks app today or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. You're going to use that promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D. O-N, and you're going to get 100% instant deposit match up to $100. What does that mean? You put in $100, prize picks will give you $100. You put in $50, they'll give you $50, so on and so forth. How do you do that? You listen to this show. You subscribe to our show. You use the promo code LOCKDOWN over at prizepicks.com. Prize picks, it's always fun, and always pick Jalen Hurts for the over. 
This is the Lockdown Eagles post game show. We're recapping the Eagles' 13th win of the year, 13 and 1 now on the season, 25 to 20 in Chicago over Justin Fields and the Bears. It wasn't pretty for, you know, a half in, in the third quarter, even too. I mean, you look at, you know, really the entire game. Justin Fields finds a way to pull within five with a little over two minutes to go because of how much of a threat he was mobility wise. Darius Slay gets caught watching him scramble and, you know, Brian Pringle's wide open in the back of the end zone, but a clutch play from Jalen Hurts on third and six, he finds AJ Brown over the middle to convert and end the game. Uh, now the Eagles are 13 and one, the Dallas Cowboys lost today to the Jacksonville Jaguars and our boy Doug Peterson in overtime. So they're 10 and four. So you look at like around two o'clock, right? It's 10 to six and the Cowboys are beating the Jaguars. What was it? Uh, like 31 to 10 or something? Did the Jaguars erase it? 21 unanswered points. So you're thinking at that point, the Eagles are going to be 12 and two. The mm. Jaguar, the Cowboys are going to be 11 and three next week for Christmas. That could be for the division. And suddenly like you're, you're like, oh my gosh, if you lose that game, you're not even in control of your destiny anymore. Instead, it, it completely flip-flopped and that's a great feeling because there was oh, for a while there Eagles Twitter was on fire for a bit. And I think rightfully so. What I've learned from this team is to just write the wrongs out. of the past and write it out. Like you said, I know you intro the show saying it felt very 2018, 19, but the thing that is different about this year is even in those games where it feels like that, they still find a way to win, and yeah. they controlled what they had to control. They had to go out there and win yet another football game to make next week's matchup even that more pivotal. How great would it be to clinch the division, the number one seed, over the Dallas Cowboys? In Jerry World? On yeah. Christmas, Christmas? Let's Jer go. In Jerry World, what more can you say? And Doug Peterson will never buy another drink in Philadelphia. If that wasn't ever so evident after the Super Bowl, it's going to be even more evident now. Let's just recap how that happened, folks. The Jacksonville Jaguars were down 31-10. to 10. Trevor Lawrence leads a 21-point unanswered comeback to get that game to 31-31. Both teams would kick a field goal, get it to 34-34. to 34. Oh, the Jags had to score that field goal with 50 seconds left on the clock after Dallas got it, they go down and score. Dallas Cowboys get the ball in overtime after the Jaguars fail to get a first down. And guess what happens? Dak Prescott throws a pick six, and the Philadelphia Eagles are one game away. One game one away game. from clinching that one seed. Lou, how great would it be to go into the final two weeks with the ability to rest Jalen Hurts and not have to see him get hit on a quarterback right. pull where he goes through the A-gap and gets lit up like he did a he few times today. He got up a few times today. There was one that he took a while to get up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That would have been the worst-case scenario. Not today. Oh. Yeah, we, we couldn't have seen that happen. But it would be a great feeling to where you would be able to potentially sit them for that two weeks, then have that bye and we Do you know want the that? fight three weeks off. I don't, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. But to have that yeah. opportunity, what was this season founded on, Lou? It goes back to what Howie Roseman wrote on those three things after the draft or after the 2020 season when he said, "What are we going to get in football players moving forward for the Philadelphia Eagles? One, do they love love football? Two, can they stay healthy? Three, can they run? Well, they're a team that loves football. They have guys that are." playing at a career high levels yep. and they have an athletic football team, which matches pace with any team around the NFL right now. We saw that game yesterday between 
the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, what high-flying offenses it takes to compete with the best of the best. The Eagles are right there even after a bad performance. Home field advantage, the opportunity, and the ability to rest your guys if needed, that's huge because the other teams don't have that ability because now Dallas is trying to fight for the two seed with Minnesota. Even if they lose next week, that's going to be the race. The rest of the NFC wildcard is a mishmash. All those teams are going to be beating each other up here in the last three weeks. And you have the ability to play Dallas on Christmas Eve. Then you play the Saints, which that should be a a want-to-win game for you because you want to get that higher draft pick. And then the Giants game at the end of the year, you would figure they rest their guys if they get a win here in the next two weeks. And, you know, Dallas, they wouldn't be. If they don't win the division, they they won't have a chance at the two seed. So oh, they will. Okay. Yeah, no, so. no. They're, so they're stuck at the five, and they have to go on the road to play. Oh, Tom what was Brady, I talking so. about? The two. No, you're good. My goodness. So no, you're, you're okay. It's that, the dumbest thing. NFL just the huge I'm thing, sorry. though. I mean, no, you're okay. The, the Cowboys at this point just a, the worst possible result for them today. Yeah, as you mentioned, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence took over, erasing a 21 point deficit. Lawrence finished with 318 yards and four touchdowns. Doug's turning another quarterback into a complete stud, man. I mean, Trevor Lawrence the last month and a half has been on a complete tear. So Doug gave us one last gift and uh, he might mess around and win that division. I mean, he's what a game back now from Tennessee. That's pretty cool. I'll always love Doug. I'm happy with Nick Sirianni, but I'm really rooting for him now, especially after that win he helped us out with today. Let's just say a couple of those wins that happened earlier this season are looking better and better by the day. You look at Jacksonville who beats the Dallas Cowboys. You look at the Lions who could be in a playoff spot. They win yet another seven game and seven, today. Man. Seven and seven. They have a chance to get a wild card berth. Eagle or, or Lou, the Eagles are for real. Like I don't know what more people want to see today. Yeah, we knew yeah. it could be one of those potential letdown spots, a look ahead spot. It's a huge game. We all know that this is that SEC matchup where we know at the end of the year it's Alabama Georgia. You know that game's coming. You play a little beat up team like New Mexico State the week before. Is it always pretty? Is it always one of those games where you just coast by? Not always. And this was one of those games today because we know what is coming. The showdown, the NFC East, Christmas Eve, a national stage. Everybody is going to be watching. But man, thirteen and one, Lou. What a ride yeah. it's been! Now you so can take far. a deep this breath. Season is awesome. You know, next week's obviously going to be huge. But the fact that you don't have to win that game and suddenly you could be staring at the five seed. I mean, that that's massive right. to, to have the result you did today, no matter how it came, you know, not every week a win is a win in the NFL when you're fighting for a Super Bowl, when the bar is raised and the expectations are different. But today a win was a win for sure, based on what it did for the Eagles for the one seed and for the division title one win away from both. We'll continue to recap this game on Tuesday's edition of the show, stock up, stock down from the 25 to 20 victory over the Chicago Bears. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. And make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Lockdown Birds, at GC24 underscore football, and at DBLOE. Thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the world of sports in 20 minutes. Lockdown Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your shows. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Once again, the Eagles take it 25 to 20 in Chicago. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.